Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Matthew 21 describes Jesus' final visit to Jerusalem. It's compellingly different from many of his frequent visits, preaching and teaching in the temple, for always before he had gone as a rabbi. But this time, his every action shows him as a king, asserting his full title of ownership of his own house. Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought and overthrew the tables of the money changers. And said, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer. But ye have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. And when the chief priests saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple, they were sore displeased, and said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith, Yea, have ye never read out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise? Jesus began his final temple ministry by ousting the greedy. Then, as now, religion tends to attract those who want to take advantage of the piety and enthusiasm of the devout and dream up schemes for separating them from their dollars. Once before, Jesus had chased away these human vultures, but this time there was a difference. That other time he said, My father's house. But this time he laid his hand on the temple and all its religious meaning to the Jews with, My house shall be called in house of prayer. Likewise, he had often asked those whom he blessed with miracles and healings to keep their blessing quiet. But now, like a king dispensing the benefits of his reign on his subjects, he openly healed the blind and lame. Who dared dispute him? Not one long-bitted Pharisee dared lift a finger, for they healed no one. No wonder they hated him and were envious. And then, as a final indignity, the final insult to the decorum, stately ritual, haughty gestures and rhythms of prayers and chants and time-honored movements, the little children got out of their place, well out of place as defined by the lords of the temple. They used their piping little shrill voices to praise Jesus and thereby to praise God. And that was, for proud Pharisee and arrogant scribe, the final straw. Jesus could heal beggars if he wanted to. Nobody knew who most of them even were anyway. And how can you tell a man to stop raising up cripples? But the voice of the little ones was too much. Priests and scribe alike were sore displeased. How natural it was for these little ones to be caught up in the popular enthusiasm as blind people started seeing. No longer did Jesus try to hush them from rejoicing, and no doubt they walked through the whole temple just looking at things, unseen for years if ever, and of course telling everybody of their miracle. What the group of newly healed people enthusiastically shouting their joy, the children could hardly have failed to be affected. Their little hearts, though innocent as only children could be, had not yet been schooled into the rigors of politeness toward worship demands, nor were they hardened enough to be skeptical of Jesus' ministry. Jesus Christ saw past the childish voices to the childish hearts and souls, and he was moved. It's painful to consider how the sinful world in which he had come to endure for all his mortal days must have wearied his pure heart, revolted and disgusted his holy soul. It was natural that he should gravitate to innocent little children who had no hatreds, no past histories of lying, cheating, bitter quarrels, and dark secrets. Some scriptures could cause us to think sometimes these yet unsullied little ones are better able to pray acceptable prayers than their parents. 
Jesus' response to those hardened sinners who in their hostility fought against the children's pure praises was straight out of the Psalms written centuries before for just this occasion and simply unanswerable. Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise. Children who are excited by touches from Jesus Christ have a place in his temple. Avaricious money grubbers do not. The Lord wants you and me to have childlike hearts, and he wants his house to be a house of prayer. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Never miss your favorite show again. For more than 30 years, KNEO has been bringing you great Bible teachers on a local and national level. And now we've made it easier than ever to hear from these great men and women of God. KNEO's entire lineup is now available to listen anytime, anywhere through our website. Go to KNEO.org slash podcast to see all the options. You can search for programs alphabetically, or you can select individual categories like culture, kids, leadership, or music. We even have a category just for locally produced programs so you can hear from pastors and spiritual leaders located right here in the four-state area. And all these resources are absolutely free. Kaneo's mission is to get God's Word in front of you, and this is one of the ways we do it. Give it a try today. Go to kaneo.org and click on the podcast tab to get started. <music>